Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for Noobs here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I am your host, Sean Lavery. I'd like to thank you guys all for tuning in, uh, checking out uh, our show, and um, just uh, happy to have you all with us. Uh, before we get to tonight's guest, I wanted to go through a couple of quick housekeeping things. Uh, first and foremost, I want to remind everybody about our uh, PNF Open, the first Paddle and Fin tournament of this year. will be happening down on Dale Hollow Lake, um, April 2nd and 3rd. You can find the information uh, on Tourney X or on the Paddle and Fin website. You can see that for those of, uh, who are watching on YouTube. Uh, you can see that up on the screen. Uh, just go on there and check it out. There's uh, um, accommodations there. The awesome people at Eastport Marina uh, are going to, you know, have lodging there available for everyone, all sorts of different kinds of lodging. We have camping and houseboats and uh, cabins, uh, all just beautiful, beautiful location, awesome food, you know, just that they put us up last time and uh, it was an amazing event. So uh, hope you can all can join us. I actually just confirmed with Brian that I'm going to make it this year. So I'm happy to uh, get to meet anybody who shows up down there and, um, you know, you know, catch up with you all and, um, uh, go from there. So uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick is the fantasy kayak fishing uh, that we're also doing through uh, Paddle and Fin. You can find that on the Paddle and Fin website as well under uh, paddleandfin.com slash fantasy. Uh, there you can, um, you know, draft your own fantasy team and compete with everybody else. And uh, you're probably kicking my team's butt because I'm not doing as good this year. Uh, the, the changing up team uh, people every week has kind of thrown me for a loop. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working my way up the standings, uh, still closer to the bottom than I am to the top, but uh, it's still a lot of fun. So it's, it's free to enter. And uh, so be sure to go on and check that out as well. Um, both fun things that uh, we're doing here on Pal and Finn and uh, just want to invite everybody to definitely stop and check those things out. So that's all the housekeeping stuff for tonight. So 
without any further ado, I'd like to introduce tonight's guest, Mr. Chris Slifka from the Mindset Podcast. Did I say that right? Yeah. How you doing yes. today, Sean? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Just sitting here in a hotel in Wisconsin. <laughs> Living the life, man. Uh, somewhat. <laughs> how far away from home is that for you? Uh, two hours. Not that's bad. Not, that's not too bad. No. No. I drive up here on the weekend to fish. So it's not that bad. So why don't you tell the folks why you are in Wisconsin at the moment? Uh, I am in Wisconsin for the Wisconsin Fishing Show. Well, the Mad it's called the Madison Fishing Expo. Uh, here Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This uh, trying to get people in kayaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's the turnout been? Has it been pretty good up there? Uh, Friday was a little slow. Today it was it was really busy, but towards the end it really died off. Okay. But I mean, it's it's like a normal show season. Doesn't feel like anything's different. Okay, okay. And uh, how how big of a show is that? Is that like <laughs> one of the premier shows in Wisconsin? Or yeah, right next to uh, Canoe Copia, which is an all kayak oh. fishing show. But yeah, this is like the big big show. Okay, I've I've heard about Canoe Copia before, so yeah. I've always wanted to. Someday I'll make it up there and check it out. Uh, that's yeah. a little bit of a hike for me, though. Not definitely not yeah. two hours. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't been at Canoe Copia. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how is everything going with you, man? I know, um, you know, how long have you been with Pal and Finn now? How long has mindset been happening? It's it hasn't even been a year. I want to say it's been about nine months, closing in on a year. Okay, though. So, I believe I had my first one come out. Uh, had to be in end of May or beginning of June. Okay, it was my very first episode. Okay, it's been going good though. Yeah, yeah, you've been. I've been listening to your podcast. I, I mean, I can tell. Uh, you know, you definitely feel more. Sound like you're more comfortable than you were yeah. in the beginning. So definitely, definitely cool. more comfortable now than I was in the beginning cool to see you getting that confidence and uh you know not that you lacked it yeah. you know when you started but i can definitely no but there's definitely there's definitely a learning curve you know even when you talk to people about fishing every day it's still it's always different you always have to learn absolutely uh and you know and it's a it, it's definitely there's some intimidation there at first i i know i felt it and yeah uh, there's definitely still times i feel it depending who i'm talking to but yeah exactly you gotta get over the fact that you're talking you know you're talking to people who love fishing at the end of the day whether they're a tournament pro or a guy just like you who's just getting started right right yep yeah and but and that's that's one of the coolest things i think about our community is that those guys who have been doing it forever or, or, you know, kind of the top of the sport uh, for them to take the time to talk to someone like me, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm working my way through things and, you know, definitely not as a, a noob as I once was, but uh, still no, you know, super that's happy. A, to. That's why your tagline is graduated. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no, but I, I still, you know, love the fact that people take the, the time out of their, busy schedules to talk to me so yeah same here i appreciate every single one of my guests too man it's you know it's amazing to see how many people are willing to go on here and just talk fishing with you yep yep yeah and that you know just meeting people and having people reach out and just tell me their stories too you know makes a world of difference but 
So um, what's uh, what's on your schedule for this year? I know, uh, you know, you've been <coughs> trying to work your way up through the ranks of kayak fishing as well. I'm still deciding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm still stuck between taking that leap to the national side or staying local, like the local trail that I fished this uh this well not this past year but years before before Paddle and Finn had their trail series. Uh they're here at the show, so I've been talking to them. They're kinda talking me into staying there. <laughs> and they have a lot of good things going on from there, a lot of good things where even even if you stay local you can still qualify for national championships and stuff like that. Right. Through them. So they're kind of talking me into it, but I'm still kind of on the fence. It's really going to depend. I'm giving myself to about April 1st to kind of see where I'm at with everything okay. and how the kayak set up and then kind of – I want to come out of that Dale Hollow event and kind of make a decision then. Okay. Well, that'll be a good warm-up for you and a good uh, – Well, I yeah, I don't know if I'm going to actually do a tournament. I kind of want to go out there and have that be like my vacation trip. So, okay. Per se, where I just go out there and fun fish. Instead right, right. Because once I sign up for a tournament, it's a whole different, uh, <laughs> it's a whole different mindset, you know. Rightfully so, rightfully yeah. so. If anybody knows about that, it should be you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go into a whole different mode when, uh, when it's tournament time versus going out there to have fun. Yeah, no, and that's that's one of the differences between you know uh, some of those heavier more intense uh, tournament anglers and myself. I, I'm more, I, the, the reason I do tournaments is to see the other people, you know, I, you know, occasionally if I do well, awesome, but you know, I'm, I'm more in it just for the camaraderie and that kind of thing. And plus it gets me out on the water more. So. Yeah. That's what I like about the local tournaments. You see the same guys every year and you, you build up a, you know, you're going out there to compete against each other, but you still build up a friendship at the end of the day. And right, you learn, right. from, and, and you learn from each other. You know, Absolutely. everyone's going to help everybody out. Speaking of friends, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my old co-host Ryan. He uh, messaged me today. Uh, he uh, fished a tournament down in Tennessee, took third, and he had uh, his PB Smalley, a twenty-inch, beautiful fish. Um, and uh, nice. I told him I would uh, give him a shout out on the show. So everybody, if you Absolutely. know Ryan, reach out to him and tell him congrats on his PB Smalley, and you know. Awesome fish, brother. Yeah, so, man. I, I'm still waiting for my 20, at least my confirmed 20. I believe I've caught them before in the past past, past years, but I, it's never been a confirmed on-the-board 20. Yeah. And my biggest yeah. has been an 18 and a half. Okay. That was my biggest for a, quite yeah. a while until just this year, and I finally caught one on the board 20 and a quarter. So I know. Once you, once you put them on the board, you realize, like, how big a 20 and an 18 really is right. versus what you kind of think it is when you're just eyeballing it. And I know I was going to ask you a couple of the, you know, some things you're going to focus on this year. And one of the things that I want to start doing is carrying a scale with me because I want to get weights on some of these fish as well. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of want to do the same thing. I was looking at the connect scale because it, it, you can streamline it to your phone and okay. you, can, you can add notes to it. Okay. You know, I know you're a big guy. I know it's, I want to be, that's one of the things I want to do this year. Absolutely. Kind of keep yeah. like a little journal. I'm going to make a note of that. Maybe we can <laughs> put a link to that in the notes here. Connect scale. 
Um, yeah, because I, I, I have friends um, that might not be kayak fishermen that always talk in weights. You know, oh, I caught a, yep. a smallie that was four and a half. And I'm like, okay, well, how long was it? He's like, I don't know how long it was. I just yeah. waited, you know. And so I always want to be able to, you know, compare fish with them. But I, I, up until now, I've never weighed my fish. So I usually just put them on the board. But that's definitely yeah, one thing I want to do. Same here. I mean, that's like the only big difference between boat guys and kayak guys. You know, you hear the boat guys talk about the weight and the kayak guys are always, man, I caught this 17-incher or I lost this 17-incher here both ways. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, sometimes I, I more often talk about the ones that got away, but no, no. I we all do. We all no, do. No. <laughs> right now, I'd be happy to catch anything. I am still O for the year yet, and I've been out maybe two or three times. Um, just got out on the kayak for the first time um, last weekend, yeah. and uh, no bites. It was a rough one. It was cold, and it was no bites. Um, I'm heading out tomorrow, hopefully going to get the skunk off me for this this year, but we'll see how it goes, so. I'm still waiting on getting my boat. It's more, it's not new canoe's fault. It's more my fault to spend with, just a little lazy to get it. I mean, we're still, we still have ice, so it's not a, it's not a priority per se. Right. No, and we're, we're just out of ice. Uh, we yeah. just had a, a freezing rainstorm on Friday. Um, now today it was high of 36. Tomorrow it's going to be high of 50. So I'm hoping it's going to be at least a warm afternoon for me to fish, but yeah. So, yeah. um, go ahead. I'm going to say you got to try one of those hair jigs or something really, really small, man. No, <laughs> I, I threw a hair jig from the shore a bunch this year already, uh, without much luck, but, uh, I Did you, have you been putting, um, I know there's the, the there's a leak guys that say to put, uh, like a piece of a Senko on it. Okay. To thread that on, like not necessarily as a as a trailer, but inside, so it makes it puff out more in that way, and it also gives it the salt scent. Okay. No, I'll have to give it a try because <laughs> uh, I've just been fishing it straight, you know, no nothing on it. So yeah. Um, the lake I'm going to tomorrow, I've only fished one other time, and uh, was pretty slow fishing. But I just talked to a guy who was catching or catching them on jerk bites jerk baits there last weekend so i'm hoping to maybe try that out and see yeah. how it goes but it'll be a slower tree for a jerk bait yeah i know a lot of great it's a great bait for this time of year and going into spring i've been watching uh jeff little's channel a little bit and he's been talking a lot about um dead sticking a jerk bait you know where you let it sit for quite a while so if, if yeah. my patience holds out i'm gonna give that a side <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of the uh, tactics and stuff, so uh, this year, what are you hoping to learn, or you know, anything you're looking to add to your arsenal or perfect? Or um, this year, I definitely want to. I, I was doing it last year. I want to do more uh, frog fishing. Okay. Kind of, and I definitely want to learn more punching and um, figuring out exactly where to punch. You know, because when you have that big grass flat and it all looks the same, it, and you can go punching for miles and miles and just hit that one that's right, right. or you can fish all day and be missing them all day. So I really want to kind of dial that in. And the frog fishing, I want to dial more in on getting the getting more fish to the kayak. Okay. I know, um, you know, just the limited I, – I don't have a ton of places 
uh, around me that have that heavy mat cover or even lily pads like the lakes that I fish mostly don't have lily pads and the river doesn't have much lily pads. So there's been a few places though. And um, so I have uh, caught a few uh, fish on the frog and that's definitely something I know uh, I don't, I've yanked <laughs> it away from uh, them a lot. Cause you yeah, know, was, it feels like you gotta was, wait forever for, you know, they, I, when you read about it or watch videos about it, they say to count to two, you know, and I'm like, that's hard to do. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, I was learning a, a lot last year just on the water learning for me. You know, I mean, we can watch all the videos we want, but our patience really has to be there. Right. And, and for me, I made sure that kind of aided. I kind of waited to feel the weight of the fish a little bit for mm -hmm. actually towards the end of the year. The beginning of the year, it was I was doing the same thing. I was pulling the frog away. And I, the know? one thing I like about the frog is it, it tends to be bigger fish that take that you know it, yeah you that's what i noticed too you never um, really get a small one right now in, in my experience anyway and and uh that's one of the cool things about the the camp that i counsel at in the summer the the lake up there or the pond or it's not a lake it's a it's a glorified lake it's a ginormous pond but it uh it has lots of lily pads and grass and so that's one of the few places i do get to frog fish and you know those blow-ups are you know what you know, kind of thing we live for as anglers. So, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, I like the blowups on uh, poppers and, and spooks just because you have six hooks they could catch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's a little, my hookup ratio is definitely better. But, uh, man, when they blast that thing, even when they miss and when they knock it like a few feet in the air, it's, that's awesome. Yeah. I seen a lot on the frog last year where, they would come up, they would hit it, well, they'll, they'll hit it with their nose, and then I would let it sit there for a second, twitch it one, two more times, and that's when they'll actually eat it. Right. Because I, I read somewhere where they say a bass will first hit it to stun it and then start looking to eat it after right. they hit it to stun, because that's what they do when they're going after bluegills. Right, right. And uh, yeah, and watching, you know, the people next to me like, holy cow, did you see that? You know, <laughs> so, so uh, but yeah, so, um, so frogging and, and uh, do you say like the places you fish have more of that kind of cover or? It does in the summertime, it gets really weedy in a, in a certain like local lake that I fish, but I know like when I came up to Wisconsin, that's all there was, was like, it was either deep grass or shallow grass. And I didn't have, like, that's one of the reasons why I started throwing the frog was because after that tournament, 
I was having frog balls, but I wasn't hooking up unless I threw a drop shot into the grass. That was the only time I could catch the fish. So I went. So after that tournament, I went back and I really worked on my skills with the frog rod. <clears throat> the nice thing about frogs is they come through darn near everything, you know. Uh, yeah. Pretty easily, uh, depending on the frog type of frog. Um, I, did you do mostly hollow body frogs, or? Do you yeah, all, all my stuff is pretty much hollow body. Um, the only time I use like the horned toed frogs is like on the back of a buzzbait. That's okay. just personal preference for me. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the one frog that I liked. Um, uh, it didn't, it actually had legs instead of like the, uh, the, you know, the tassels. Yeah. Um, the top toad, that's what it's called. Did you ever throw that? No. It's, I... uh, it's, uh, I forget who makes it, but it's, it's called the top toad and it, the, it has like, almost like paddle legs, but it has actual legs with like a paddle on the back of each, almost like a foot. And it just, it really does kind of kick as you pull it uh, through the yeah, water. Yeah, I know. I've been wanting to try like the, the frogs that have the, it's kind of like that whopper plopper backing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's supposed to be like, a, just like a hollow body frog kind of yeah. body style. Right. I haven't thrown it. I've always wanted to try it. <laughs> I've never thrown that kind either, though, the prop frog or anything. But, yeah. Cool. All right. Um, and um, to, so it, the, the local trail that you fish, is that all, you know, that kind of fishing? Or do they – do you have rivers <coughs> there or is it mostly lakes? Yeah. Well, no, I, I fish the rivers from my smallmouth, and yeah. that's like a lot of rocky structure. But then I'm throwing like a tube or – a small little finesse jig on there but i mean i've been throwing those for so long that i kind of really i have that dialed in more than i have a frog dialed in yeah. that's that's kind of cool and that's one of the things i like about my local tournament trail too is that they try to split it up evenly like they'll have like three river events but then also three lake events so um kind of get the best of both worlds <clears throat> well this year it's going to be a lot of deep water if okay. I go with the local trail, they're going to uh, Lake Geneva, which is like a deep water lake. Fish like to sit in 20 feet of water, especially early April, the time we're going there. And then um, another one is uh, uh, just, what is it called? Sturgeon Bay. Okay. Which a lot of the touring pros normally fish there. I was going to say, I think uh, Bill Schultz, <laughs> who I had on, yeah. a lot up at Sturgeon Bay. Yes. I know. I, I listened to that podcast just for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I took down my notes. Cool, cool. It's. I mean, there's two. It's two places where seven, eight pound, you know, smallmouth or largemouth around here is possible. Okay. You know, that's awesome. But it's also big water. Yeah. So it's also say. it's also dangerous in the kayak. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you, what, what are you going to fish out of this year? It'll be a new canoe pursuit. Okay. And it's, I like the open deck, you know, because I do do fly fishing for fun. Oh, that's you know, cool. Sp spring and fall time. I do it for musky. Haven't connected on a musky, but I still have fun doing it. Yeah. But it'll be I the pursuit. Definitely. And do you, are you doing a motor or are you doing paddle? Uh, I'm going to try to have the NK 180 on there. Okay. It's from uh, Newport Vessels. Yep, yep. I've heard a lot about that. I've really been kind of looking <laughs> at that too. I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure I'm quite there yet with needing or wanting. Yeah. I know I want a motor, but uh, whether it's, it's 
on the on the horizon for this year. I I don't know. I, it might be a, a next year kind of thing. So. Yeah, for me, I well, I like to, and I always recommend getting the kayak before you put anything on it and taking it out a few times. Right. Because then now you start to realize where you want to put things and everything else instead of throwing all your stuff on there and then realizing this, you drill the hole and you don't even like where it's at once you get right. out on the boat. Absolutely. No, I, I, you know, I feel like my, I have my <coughs> set up now perfect where I can almost reach for things without looking for them. You know, I know where, yeah. where they are. And once you get to that point, it's, you know, when I, I always think about now when I go to make a change, um, you know, what that's going to do. So, um, and uh, like your local trail, is that uh, tournaments or uh, motors are allowed on that yeah. trail? Okay. See, my yeah, local motors. trail is still human powered only. So I, I have a feeling it won't be long before that gets voted on and changed, but they I'm already surprised. said for this year, it's, it's still human powered only. Yeah, me, me and Brian had to talk about that, that we won't do trails that are human-powered only. <laughs> Dude, we're just too lazy. Yeah, no, I know. And I, I, I'm sure once I make that switch, it's going to be tough to go back. So It is hard to go back, man. I paddled a couple times last year, and it was it was rough, and well, especially I know, uh, after, after the motor. Yeah, well, I know uh, just – Going down to Tennessee, I'm I'm flying down. So Brian's gonna bring a kayak for me, and I'm guessing it's gonna be a paddle kayak. So I'm like, I'm not gonna be going far because <laughs> it'll be paddle or pedal. But like when I was looking at them, uh, I had pulled it up on Google Earth. There's a lot of good structure really close by. Oh yeah, no, I, I mean yeah. when I was there uh, last time, I was able to. I, I stayed, you know, relatively close to the marina, but. I still explored a good bit now that was with my, with the Outback and pedals, but uh, you know, I, you know, I definitely found all sorts of different, you know, kind of uh, places. There are steep bluff walls that I can yeah. get to, but there was also grass. The only thing I really didn't find was a lot of super deep stuff, but that was okay with me. Cause that's definitely not my strength. So. Yeah. I'm looking more of that 10 to 12 foot range <laughs> off like the main points and everything like that. I think the farthest, the farthest I mapped out that I might go is three miles, but I, it's, I don't even think that's really necessary. That's right. just some. That's just some I was looking into because I seen it on Google Maps. The whole place when I was there looked fishy to me. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. It, you know, there could be fish anywhere here. Yeah, it's definitely a destination lake of mine and a lot of people. Cool. Even like before I knew about the turn uh, paddle and fin going there. It's always something you hear about, even on the boat side. Oh, yeah. Yep, for sure. So, well, that's cool. I'm looking forward to finally getting to meet you in person. Yeah, <laughs> same here. <laughs> um, I know uh, one of the things that I, you mentioned that I definitely want to work on this year is uh, my, you know, deeper fishing. And um, I, I got a new fish finder this year. I got a Garmin EchoMap 93 SV. So I just ha had a chance the first time to play with that last weekend. That might have been why I didn't catch as many fish either, because I was playing with my graph like yeah. the whole time. Does, does your graph still bounce up and down when you're using your pedals? I know I, I had that problem when I was still paddling. I was kind of curious about that up and down because uh, my transducer is right behind the pedals. Like it, it's right in the, on because on the Hobie they have like that uh, the Guardian thing where it's it kind of sits 
right, directly behind the pedals, but I've never had a problem with that for the most part. But I'm usually not, you know, really chugging along. It would, well, it would be more on side imaging than it would be down scan. Well, it drops but, down below. Um, you know, like it, it, you can raise and lower it, which oh, is nice. Cool. Yeah, so right. you can drop it down uh, so where you have a, like a clear view, but. No, it seemed to work pretty good. So I'm excited. Um, I, I'm going from a Lawrence uh, 5. So I basically doubled my screen size. And I was, I had side imaging on that uh, unit as well, but it was so tiny that it was tough to make make out anything that you're seeing. So Yeah, well, with that unit, because I had that unit last year, I had the 7, not the 9. But uh, I always did like 30 or 40 on the side imaging to get the best detail out of it. And I mean, for a lot of the stuff we do, we don't need that far 70, 80, 90 range. Right. Right. No, and that that was one of the things I noticed as well. You know, I'm I'm basically looking at casting. I want to, you know, something within casting distance and then, you know, I'll mark it, stop and turn around and then switch to my waypoints and try and hit it that way. Yeah. That's how I found a lot of the stuff on the rivers that I fished. You'll see the little rock piles on the side. Now that's interesting. Like, what's the depth on your rivers usually? Uh, it can go. I've seen it as deep as ten feet, but I mean, normally you're sitting around five, six. Okay. You know, and the banks. The banks sit about three. Obviously, the closer you get, the shallower it gets. But right, right. That's one thing. Uh, I I don't really even use my fish finder much on the river, just because it is so shallow, and a lot of times you can see the structure sticking out, like the ledges and stuff. No, there's definitely a lot that's there underneath that, you know, but nine times out of 10, I fished the, the, the part of the river I fish now, I fish so many times where I, I know where, you know, most of the structure is by heart. So, yeah, I know some, some of my river, if you fish the middle of the river at, at times, like if you probably go out there right after ice out, you're going to get uh, fish in the middle of the river too. And that deeper structure. Right. Right. There's definitely parts of the river that have that. And um, I just don't usually go down that far because that's also where the boat traffic is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the shallows where I know that they can't just come screaming up and run me over. But oh, they still do it here. They have their, uh, you know, the river boats, the jet boats. Yeah, yeah, they we have those here, too. But for some reason, in, in the little the stretch that I fish, I don't see a lot of them. I think they're they're further up north or you know for whatever reason i just don't see a ton of them but yeah yeah i mean i i know i just seen brad has his uh he has his um his boat set up here for duck hunting he has a mud motor on the back of that thing and i'm like that's probably one of the investments i'm gonna have this summer to run the river so i can get away from everybody else nice <laughs> nice I, yeah, I, I saw that he had that, and it, his setup looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. It, it's definitely catching attention here. The the blind and the and the grass that he has on there. It looks like a ghillie suit almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing's catching a lot a lot of attention. Cool. And they're asking me questions, and I'm like, "You got to talk to the duck hunter, man." <laughs> I'm like, "I can't answer any fishing question you want, but." And when it comes to hunting, I I, have, I know nothing. Defer to the doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, anything else that you were like hoping to work on this year? I know you said frog fishing was the big one. Um, a little bit of deeper water, trying okay. 
like throwing a deeper jig. I mean, because I know I'm gonna need it this year for the tournament trail that I'm fishing, or that I plan on fishing, and just all around like really, really learning my kayak because it will be a new kayak this year. I was in a bona fide last year. I switched into the new canoe this year, so it's and it's way bigger. I was in an eleven foot six. This is thirteen six. Yeah, <laughs> that makes a difference. It really does. Yeah. Um, I know I went my the my first boat was a tarpon 100 a wilderness systems yeah. and when I jumped to the uh, Jackson Kusa it was a big difference and the the outback was only I think nine inches longer than the Kusa so that wasn't a huge jump but it, it's still you know uh, a, a different boat yeah for sure, so well anything you know you can get the same um, same brand and still have a boat that's totally different like we have four boats set up here, and each boat I can just sit there and be like, "Wow, I'd use this one for this, this one for that." You know, you have your river boat, your pool fishing boat, your hunting boat. I mean, there's so many options now; it's ridiculous. It really is, and uh, that's one of the another thing that this year hopefully will happen is um, looking at getting a second boat. Um, I've looked at a bunch of ones. I'm, I'm anxious to see what Drew Gregory's Crescent looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've all had him on the podcast, and he won't tell anybody. I know, before. right? Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I had him on mine, and, and uh, it'll come out in a couple weeks, though. No, I heard that. I heard it's very close. So I actually called my local paddle sport <clears> shop and said, hey, put me on the list for this. I figure worst case. If I don't like it, I can sell it pretty quick. So, yeah. Or if you go out and paddle it, because he said it's definitely going to be a paddle kayak. Yep. Because no, he I, refuses to paddle. No, I know, but I, I, that's one of the things I'm hoping that it's, uh, you know, I, it, it can allow me to, you know, be almost my throw and go boat. I don't know how light it's going to be, but I know it's probably. That's be I already have mine picked out after yeah. the show. Oh yeah, it's gonna be the Flint. It's eleven three. It's only sixty five pounds. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I was looking at uh, we had the Harrisburg uh, Sportsman or Sports and Outdoor Show and um, Delaware Paddle Sports was there and they had the Hobie iTrek eleven there. Yeah, they have that here too. I haven't really had much time to look at the Hobies. I was I'm looking at not that. interested. <laughs> not <laughs> interested. No, I can't afford it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I, I don't know if my wife will be uh, let me afford it either, but we'll see. You know, um, after watching Jeff's uh, Jeff Little's videos on inflatables, I'm you know kind of uh, curious now because it. That oh, it's a great stuff. platform, especially for that throwing throw and go style or that real like shallow river style, and the, yeah. the way that inflatables are designed now. I mean, they're made out of the same stuff that you see those the fly fishermen in those. Um, and the rafts, it's made out of the same plastics. Right. And they bounce those things all over the place. Right. No, and yeah, he, and he has videos of, you know, how quick they are to, to, to fix, you know, and, you know, all sorts of stuff. It, it looks, the more and more I watch, um, the more I'm kind of tempted to lean that direction. But we'll see, you know. Yeah. But uh, I definitely want to, you know, add to my fleet. Uh I use the excuse of my my youngest daughter's. She had a little like six foot kayak that she found through, yeah. and we sold that at a yard sale. And I'm like, oh, we got to replace that. So, 
I'm going to hopefully replace it with one that I can use uh, double duty there. But um, You're using the same excuse I'm going to use. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my oldest son is turning seven in, uh, in the end of May this year. So I'm feeling like that 65 pound, once I, once I show him how to paddle, he'll be able to do that himself. That's yeah, one no. of the reasons why I bought the, the Pursuit was so they could start coming with me. They offer that second seat option. Yeah, no, I, I looked at that too, and I really like <laughs> like that option on the new canoes. So we have a local new canoe dealer here too yeah. uh, that I want to check out and test because I've never had a chance to paddle one before. Um, I was checking out um, a bunch of the guys down at uh, uh, Dale Hollow when they were all down there. So I know Jimmy Skinner had his down there, and Brian had his. So I was checking them out. Um, definitely interested in trying them. So. Yeah. If you're looking for the river one though, you're gonna want to go with that Flint. After seeing it at this show, it's like it's it's hard to not not pick. The uh the unlimited looked pretty cool to me too. Um Yeah, it is. It's just it's it's a bigger and heavier boat. Okay. If you're looking for something that's a throw and go, that's okay. the one. Gotcha. All right. Well I'll add that to my list to check out the <laughs> So yeah, your um, list is going to be big by the time you get a chance to check them out. That's the we bad know, thing. We all know that. Yeah, no, I know, and uh, it's it's just a mess. I I told my I told my wife the other day that I was like, I got to get back out on the water because I'm doing more shopping than I am anything yeah. else. I told like, Brian that the other day. I'm like, man, this water needs not free. I feel like I'm buying baits every day. <laughs> I know the feeling, man. I'm doing the same thing. I was like, I got to get out there. This is, I'm going to go broke. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, man. Um, anything else? Uh, so deeper water, frogging? Um, yeah. Just, I mean, mainly getting the kayak set up. And, like, if I do the national stuff, that would just be an experience of itself. Oh, yeah. I really kind of want to tell. And trying to keep it simple, too, because once you start going out of your comfort zone as far as where you go fishing – then you start it starts getting in your head where it's like, oh, well, I gotta I got I need this color for this place, this color. Where I just want to just keep it simple: green pumpkin, black blue for your soft plastics and your jigs, and then you know, not really get into all that hype. No, I know <laughs> that's another one. That thing that is appealing to me about like a throw and go boat is that I. I'm, I'm going to try and only take, you know, one or two rods and a, a tackle bag with me, not yeah. my crate. I know. told you I'm four rods and four boxes, and that's my full set of, I mean, I might need more this year because I've been buying a lot of stuff. <laughs> and that's what, like, impresses me so much, like, about, like, Kate Fields when you hear her and, and, and you know, how she keeps a level head with just jumping into something head first, like, yeah. She did and you know she she fishes her own way you know and you know doesn't worry about oh well nobody else would throw this here but because she's comfortable with it she tries it you know and then i yeah, really want to keep that that's kind of how i am like with the drop shot in the grass everyone you know when i was doing it at the tournament last year a lot of them were like questioning it but it worked for me and i didn't you know, I didn't care what works for one person might not work for the other, but that doesn't mean, you know, it's not going to work for the fish. Right. We all right. have our own styles and we all have to develop our own way and stop trying to copy everybody else. It's good to learn new techniques, 
but it's also good to do what you know, especially in tournament situations. Right. You know, work with your strength. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, all right, man. Uh, anything else you're, you're thinking about? Uh, you know, that definitely, you know, getting used to a new kayak and getting it set up <coughs> the way you want it or, you know, where you, you know, everything is comfortable for you and you actually, it's, you get to be productive out of it is, is always a big step. So I'm sure that'll take a little bit of time. Yeah, it's more of getting the right mounts and getting the getting the fish finders in the right place and kind of really organizing it to where it's most efficient for you. I well, they have the horizontal rod storage already built into the, the pursuit. That was like the final thing that sold me on it. <laughs> but it's it's gonna be nice to have that option too this year. First, yeah. I mean, I lost two rods last year just because I didn't have that. And I had them sticking up or I had them hanging off the side. And they just went right into the water. I, uh, I, added, took, I told you guys about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I added the uh, Yak Attack uh, uh, rod holders on the side of mine last year. Yeah, we we had a couple guys here who's who said they added that, who's had uh, the Yak gadget stuff. Because I, I used to have them sticking up out of the back of my crate. And um, when I fish the lakes that I do, I usually do fish closer to the shore. And it's just tree covered almost the whole one side of it. So yeah. I was constantly getting snagged in the branches and stuff. So have, being well, able to lay the rods over helped a ton. Well, yeah. Last year I put a hook in my hand because – the rod was you know, sticking up, got hung up in the tree and trying to get the lure out stuck. The yep. branch finally snapped back and the lure snapped right to my finger. <laughs> I think I broke two rod tips last year doing that, just trying to get them unstuck. And I was like, you know, this is just ridiculous. I, I need to find yeah. something better. On the river, I don't have as big a problem because I tend not to be that close to shore. Um, yeah, you normally uh, cast into shore on the river versus uh, tugging, standing next to it. Right, but uh, but on the lake, those definitely made a huge difference because uh, um, there's also a bridge that I go under uh, at, at my local lake that I you can't have your rods standing straight up or they scrape on the bottom of the bridge. Yeah, so. I had a couple of those. I'm like, I think I can make it, and then next thing you hear, you hear a little the screeching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's that's another nice thing is not having to worry about that. I can just kind of go through whenever I want. But This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 
1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Um, so that's, uh, so your plans for your, the tournament th- scene are still up in the air. How about your plans for your podcast? Like what's coming up with mindset? Anything? Uh, well, this Sunday, I mean, well, this way or Monday, but this past Sunday, I'll say I'm g- I have an episode coming out. And then two weeks from now I have Drew Gregory's episode that's going to air. And, uh, like I was saying on Armando's show, I plan to have, I try, I'm going to try to do like half and half, like half kayak, half boat guys, and try to get more uh, professionals or more people doing the tournament, the national tournament scene to be on the show. Last year, it was kind of more me not really wanting to reach out to people because I didn't, you know, new into it, new into the podcast, new into the national scene of things and really put my name out there. So this year, I kind of want to really ramp it up and get more bigger name guests, if you want to say that. No, no. And as you build that more and more, I found that I can reach out to the guys that I have had on and ask them, you know, to put me in touch with other people, too. It helps. It really helps you network, too. Yeah, this whole game is about networking and meeting the right people. Right. Oh, man. And it's crazy how once you start, it, it grows exponentially. So it's really neat. Yeah, I've grown a ton just this past year. And, and it's, it's crazy to think about where I was a year ago and where I'm at now. Right. Now I'm in a hotel where we're working expos. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. All right, man. Well, um, anything else you, you got coming down the pipe or anything you want to share? Um, coming down the pipe, I'm, I'm going to start the YouTube again. I want to start doing, um, more like two minute tackle videos. I want to try to do one a week. Okay. You know, once this season really starts ramping up. That's plus, cool. Uh, plus I'm getting bored and I want to play around with my lures and my baits. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, man. They yeah. can't get out there soon enough, you know, got to f- figure out something to, you know, f- scratch the itch until that time though. So. Absolutely. I mean, the podcast helps a bunch. And I'm not, I never say no to a podcast because I always want to talk fishing. No. And the wife don't want to hear about it. So <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I w- it's okay because I'm uh, it's after she goes to bed. But uh, tonight's a little earlier, so but that's all right. Yeah, well, I mean, she doesn't want to hear about fishing in general. So she'd rather <laughs> like, have you talk to somebody else and then yeah. you know, get that out of your system. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have stuff that will come in and, oh, man, look at this. I know this is going to catch a blind. She, you know, the, <laughs> you know the wife with the eye rolls. Like, oh, you're crazy. But Another package came for you today. It's more yeah. stuff, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the only one she likes is when the coffee comes in. That's the only one she approves of. <laughs> uh All right, man. Uh, well, I wanted to give you uh, a chance to shout out you know, where folks can find you, obviously, you know, guys check out the mind, uh, mindset podcast, uh, airs every other Sunday. Is that right? Yeah. So we have one, well, by the time this airs, we'll have one this past Sunday 
And then another two weeks from then, like I said, Drew Gregory won. I'm going to be honest, it's more Drew Gregory talking than it is me talking. <laughs> because right at the beginning of that podcast, I realized how much information he's given out. And I just wanted to start writing notes. I quickly became like the guest versus the host. I remember when we had him on, it was the same thing. Just go ahead. Just go. No, I'm not going to stop you. Just keep talking. Yeah, because he's like, oh, he's like, I'm going on a tangent. I know, but I'm like, no, you're good. I'll just keep listening. That dude's a walking encyclopedia man of fishing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can only hope to absorb as much as I possibly can, so. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, where else can uh, – what's your social media? Where, where can folks find uh, Everything is Chris Slifka Fishing. So on all social media platforms, even on the YouTube. Even though the YouTube's small, I have a little, a little story for all the guests that it will laugh at this. I was telling this at the show. My son took his tablet and figured out how to upload videos to YouTube. <laughs> They didn't that's where they went. <laughs> they went right to the fishing channel, a whole <laughs> bunch of videos of him in his room with all his toys. And my wife comes home. She's like, you know, your son has videos on your YouTube channel. I'm like, well, thank God I'm not famous. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah. he's getting started young, you know? Yeah. Hey, maybe he got me one or two new subscribers. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And man, if he goes viral, you know, heck, you know. Yes, absolutely. Cool, man. Um, well, thanks again so much for coming on with me tonight. Um, uh, Chris and I are going to hop on another podcast here actually in about uh, 20 about minutes. So, about uh, 15, yeah, 15, yeah. 20 minutes. Um, I wanted to shout out this one company that's been great. But besides my sponsors, they're not sponsored. I just met them at the show this weekend, but they've been awesome to me and Brad. Throughout the weekend, uh, they're called Bass Reaper Baits. Right? And Brad said this is a thing to throw on a drop shot. It's awesome. called it's called a icicle, I dash sickle. Okay. And I've actually, I think I've gotten a, some of them in my dark horse tackle box. There's something I yeah. have, one of the tackle box subscriptions I got. <laughs> I've got a few Bass Reaper things for. So. Yeah, they're I mean really nice people. The guy, he uh, does local tournaments here in Wisconsin for bass boat, not kayak, but great people. Cool. And they had the dollar bin and they let us go crazy. And then uh. <laughs> they also threw a couple off the shelf that weren't supposed to be a dollar and gave it to us for a dollar. So Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, yeah, guys, check out Bass Reaper as well. Uh, I'll, I'll put them in the show notes as well. So Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, anything else before we uh... – um, no, I just want to uh, say thanks for letting me be on. This is the third time on in less than nine months since my podcast started. Man. Well, dude, I, you're doing a great <laughs> job. I just want to, you know, give you a shout out and keep up the yeah. great work. Because the mindset, you know, that part of the game, fishing game is, it's it's almost more sometimes than, you know, the, just the it, tackle and stuff. It so. means a lot and no one ever really talks about it. I mean, even when you're talking about a mindset of picking a color for a bait. You know, there's people I've had on that talk about that. You know, the keeping it simple, it's, I mean, it's important. Right, right, for sure. So, guys, definitely check out Mindset, uh, Chris's podcast, and, um, you know, the rest of the guys on PNF. We got a great group here, and uh, 
you know, we'll keep bringing you guys the awesome stuff. So, yeah, I know me and Brad were telling the guy the other day, I mean, today he, he had a live YouTube channel on us and we just rattled off all the shows and we're like, really? Seven days a week? Yeah, man. Seven days a week with two or three live shows on top of that. That's right. That's right. It's, I mean, if you can't find it here, it's probably not out there, you know? Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Bass Fishing for Noobs. Um, thanks, Chris, for coming on. And um, as usual, uh, we bring you the techniques, the tricks, and the tips to help you rip more lips. Have a good night, guys. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.